0: The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Mythology Explained YouTube channel. Please note that there are two narrators for this podcast- myself, Silas, and Zach. Please enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome to Mythology Explained. Today we're discussing Typhon. The son of Gaia, the personification of the earth, and of Tartarus, the personification of the great abyss deep beneath the earth, Typhon was the most powerful monster in all of Greek mythology even more powerful, perhaps, if you remove weapons from the equation, than all of the gods too. In the Greek creation myth, there was a sequence of three great conflicts, each of which entailed a powerful enemy the gods had to overcome. There was the war against the titans, there was the war against the giants, and lastly there was the battle against Typhon. As Apollodorus tells it, Gaia was the driving force behind most of these conflicts. She created the giants to attack the gods after the titans were imprisoned in Tartarus, and then after the giants were destroyed, she created Typhon to attack the gods. This version portrays Gaia as some wrathful broodmother that keeps pumping out new batches of monsters to avenge older batches of monsters, but I digress. Typhon was, unequivocally, the gravest threat Olympus faced, and his appearance makes this easy to understand. He was terrible to behold, even the boldest was stricken with fear by him, and his awesome strength was unmatched by any other. Even mighty Zeus, if not for the blazing bolts he wielded, likely would have fallen. Typhon was half man and half beast. In size and strength he eclipsed all of Gaia's other children. A hundred snakes twisted out of his shoulders where arms should have been, but aside from his arms, his body was human-like until his thighs, below which was a multitude of coiled vipers. Wings grew all over his body, his eyes were two merciless pits of fire, almost like the mouths of two volcanoes. The sounds of every fierce animal thundered from him. Wings of every sort grew all over his body, and foul hair grew from his head and cheeks. He dwarfed the mountains as he strode across the land, and his head brushed the stars. It was said that if he extended his arms, he could grasp the farthest western and eastern points at the same time. Now, as far as I can tell, there seem to be two versions that detail the battle between Typhon and Olympus, and they're quite disparate. In Hesiod's Theogony, all of creation trembled before Typhon, even those underground. Hades in the underworld and the titans in Tartarus were racked with fear. Only intrepid Zeus was undaunted. He was a raging storm incarnate. He wielded thunder, lightning, and the smoking bolt as mortal men would swords, spears, and arrows. He unleashed an onslaught of blows, and all of the bestial heads were scoured from Typhon's body. Zeus then cast Typhon down into the depths of Tartarus. The second version is the one recounted by the poet Ovid in Metamorphoses, and by the mythographer Apollodorus in the library of Bibliotheca. This version paints a less flattering picture of the gods when Typhon besieges Mount Olympus. All of them, yes, all of them, even Zeus, fled to Egypt, and when they realized that Typhon was pursuing them, they transformed into animals and hid. Zeus took the form of a ram, Hera the form of a white cow, Dionysus a goat, Aphrodite a fish, and so on. Zeus eventually found his courage and fired a barrage of thunderbolts, but Typhon, his approach inexorable, pressed forward until he and Zeus were locked in a melee. A flurry of slashes from Zeus's adamantine sickle carved Typhon's flesh, so the monster turned and ran. Zeus chased after him, and then, upon seeing how grievously wounded Typhon was, became overconfident and charged forward, opting once again to fight in close quarters. But Typhon's strength was not yet spent, and Zeus became wrapped up in and incapacitated by Typhon's coils. The sickle was wrenched from Zeus's grip, and with it all of the sinews were cut from his hands and feet. Typhon hauled Zeus to the cave, and the sinews were placed in a bearskin, guarded by the she-dragon Delphine. Fortunately, Zeus wasn't the only god who found their courage. Hermes slayed the dragon, grabbed the sinews, and then restored and rescued Zeus, who returned to battle with a vengeance when his strength had recovered. In the meantime, Typhon was tricked by the fates into eating the ephemeral fruits, weakening him. Zeus, in his chariot, then descended on Typhon, overwhelming the monster. The battle ends when Zeus hurls Mount Etna at Typhon and entombs him beneath the earth. To close out this video, we're going to quickly go through the many monstrous children Typhon Side by Echidna, who was sometimes referred to by the moniker Mother of Monsters, and was either the daughter of Gaia and Tartarus, or of the sea god Phorsis and the sea goddess Seto, depending on the version. From their union came Orthus, a two-headed dog, Geryon, a triple-bodied giant, Cerberus, the triple-headed dog that guards the underworld, the Hydra of Lerna, and the dragon Lodon, which guarded the apples of the Hesperides. And that's it for this video. If you enjoy the content please like the video and subscribe to the channel. As always, leave your video suggestions down below.